The season is over. <laughs> I mean, one game in. How many times do I have to say this, Dan Olowski? How many times do I have to say this, playmaker? Just wait. <laughs> Don't wait to be patient. It's coming. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Welcome to Voice Junkie. So... Cowboys fans, we open the season to uh, the 2022-23 season to an absolute turd of a performance on the offensive end. Let me key point there on the offensive end. The defense showed up and did what the defense do. They did this last year. They got turnovers. They got sacks. They got pressure on the quarterback. Tom Brady only put up 19 points. All right. Let's keep it real. Bucks didn't look great either. All right. So let's get to the Cowboys in this turd of a performance that I'm just getting tired of, that I'm just numb to these performances at this point because a lot of what I seen last night is a lot of what I seen last year. And frankly, it's a lot of what I've seen under the Mike McCarthy era. I mean, I was thinking last night, I honestly thought to myself last night that Mike McCarthy might actually be worse than Jason Garrett. Like, I don't remember the team being just so inept on offense. Like, I, you know, the, the, the offensive play calling has always been vanilla ice cream. I mean, it's been vanilla ice cream under Jason Garrett. And it's been vanilla ice cream under Kellen Moore, who is a disciple of Jason Garrett. So you didn't really change anything when you left, uh, when you um, got rid of Jason Garrett, because you kept Kellen Moore. You kept Jason Garrett by keeping Kellen Moore. And then... You, you add a Mike McCarthy, he can't manage himself out of a paper bag. He can't manage a Target. He can manage a Walmart if he was in charge of it. Like, the guy just sits there with his arms crossed, lost to the world. Like, I, I'm just confused as to what Mike McCarthy does. I honestly don't know what he does. Kellen Moore clearly calls the plays for the offense. Dan Quinn coaches the defense. And what the hell does Mike McCarthy do? You know, the verdict's still out on that. You know, I think he's a honorary uh, arm folder or, or uh, you know, maybe he's the maintenance man for the big screen in Jerry World because he looks at it more than anybody in the stadium does instead of coaching the actual game. That's one thing that is def definite of last night as well is that Mike McCarthy has to go. He must go. You got to change the mentality of this team. Uh, now that Dak Prescott is going to be out several weeks with a with uh, with thumb surgery because I, I think he fractured his thumb, the top of his thumb, um, you know, and that and that's clearly a indication of the pressure that he got in the pocket last night because you know the pocket was collapsing and you know the offensive line is a rebuilt one, so it was very clear as to I mean everything was very predictable. On the offensive end, if you really, really are being unbiased and you are, you know, watching the game, games in this case, um, you know, that's the one thing about professional sports. They definitely show you what your weaknesses are. And the weakness is clearly the offense. And who is in control of the offense? Kellen Moore, i.e. underneath Mike McCarthy. 
you know I, and i don't want to even disrespect jason garrett and it's funny because jason garrett it does sunday nights now with uh tony dungy which is crazy and how ironic was that and he got to watch this turd fest and call help call this turd fest with tony dungy and see how bad the cowboys look listen mccarthy must go it's very clear he doesn't have the locker room. He he doesn't have control over that team. They still do a ton of penalties. I mean, the rhythm of the game was just never, ever established by the Cowboys because the Cowboys can't stop, penalize, can't stop penalizing themselves. They just can't do it. And it's a lack of discipline. And it's just the same old crap under the McCarthy era that we as Cowboys fans become accustomed to. We've become accustomed to just having a highly penalized team. We've we've normalized it because we already know heading into the season, we're going to be a top five team in, in, in penalties, which is terrible. You can't win games like that. You can't win games against important teams like the Bucks, teams that are on the cusp of the playoffs every year, teams that are playoff teams every year. You can't perform like this. And we've been doing it under the McCarthy era. Now, I will say this shit under Jason Garrett. I mean, we would underperform, but, you know, it'd be more weird things that happen to Jason Garrett. We would lose a lot of close games because of, you know, someone bungling something during the game or whatever. But, you know, these these types of losses were far in between. I don't remember these kind of losses being so consecutively, like far as just being very, uh, I'm trying to think of the word. It, it's it's very um, consistent. As far as how the Cowboys perform against, you know, teams that are playoff caliber teams. And it it happens more so on the offensive end. We can make all these excuses about Dak Prescott and his weapons, his lack of weapons and all of these types of things. I'm not going to do that. I'm not the Cowboys fan that's going to make excuses for Dak Prescott and this offense. Bottom line is you got to do better. Dak has to do better. Work harder, do better, command the offense. And right now, he's not doing a great job at that because he's, you know, he's Dak Prescott. He's going to follow whatever these guys tell him in his ear. And right now, whatever they're telling him in his ear is absolute trash. It's not, nothing is being executed properly. It looks like a junior varsity squad out there. And that's being mild, like it's bad. Uh, there's a lot of things that I took from this game. Um, I was conceptualizing a lot of our um, what could our record be to start the season because, you know, unfortunately, I do have Eagles fans as friends. And <laughs> but, you know, we we uh, Chad, we talked about uh, what the Cowboys potentially could be, what their record could be like once the two teams meet once the Eagles do meet the Cowboys um, in week six. And I, I did say to him that there could be a chance. And this is before I, you know, we, I couldn't foresee Dak getting hurt, but with Dak Prescott, I said, there is a chance that this team is, could be a one and four or two and three headed into um, the Eagles game for week six. And that being, of course, probably a pivotal game, for the conference and as far as who's going to take the lead uh, going on toward the middle of the season. So those were my thoughts before I seen that turd of a performance last night. So now I, we are for sure 
for sure destined for a, a one and four to or two and three start before week six. Hell, I'd be stunned if we're two and three by the time we roll into Philadelphia. And, you know, maybe Dak will be back for that game because they're saying he'll be out for several weeks. You know, that's a few weeks out, five, six weeks out, um, the Eagles game. So we'll, we'll see what the team is like. But I'd be stunned. Like I said, I'd be stunned if we were two and three heading into Philly in week six. Um, I'm thinking we might be more like one and four, if not 0 oh and five. By the time we head into week six, I, I don't have any, I have no faith in this team. None. Especially on the offensive end. It, it, what I've seen last night is what I've seen for the last two, three years under McCarthy. And it's not going to change. So, you know, you can pad stats all you want, uh, put up all these empty calories for stats. And then at the end of the year, these stat boys will come and say, well, the Dallas Cowboys offense was ranked number one last year. Well, yeah, they probably were when they beat up a bunch of trash teams and they, they put up a bunch of garbage stats when they were getting blown out or being behind trailing uh, double digits like they were last night again. So, you know, nothing's changed under Mark McCarthy. That's the, the moral of this story. Nothing has changed under Mike McCarthy. And I think not think, I believe they're going to have to make a move uh, with Mike McCarthy. They're going to have to. Jerry's not known for getting rid of coaches during the season. Um, in this case, I would definitely do that because it would just give the, the, the team a boost of adrenaline. Even if Dan Quinn took over the team, it would be a great thing. I mean, look what he's doing to the defense. The defense is a completely – right now the Cowboys have two separate teams. Right. You have the team with that with that defense. They're on a separate team. They play with a different mentality. They play uh, discipline for the most part. That's a different team. Then you have the offense. Undisciplined. Same play calling. Vanilla ice cream. And let's throw in a ton of penalties on top of that. It's not good. And you're not going to win games like that. So your defense could play as good as it wants. And make as many sacks as it wants, make as much pressure on a quarterback as it wants. But at the end of the day, you're not going to win any games if your offense can't produce anything to help that defense. <sighs> it's just so many thoughts. <laughs> it's so many thoughts. Um, I want, another thing um, that I, I, I didn't notice is that the NFC shaping up to be meh. The NFC East is going to be meh this year. You know, yes, I know the Giants won in a in a heart in a in a very very tough victory against the Texans. I mean Texans, the Titans out in Tennessee it was a good victory. You know, I'm not gonna poo poo that. That is a very good victory on their part. But do we expect these guys to be a factor in the division going forward? Nah. So you know, you got the Commanders. They won barely. Um. And, you know, this division is probably going to be meh because, you know, I know Eagles fans are going to be pom poms in the air and waving all the Kelly Green around. But let's pump the brakes, guys. You barely beat the Detroit Lions. Barely. The point spread was five and a half points. Detroit Lions got it to three. It was 38-35. Detroit put 35 points on that Eagles defense. Okay, so. That, and, you know, put the pom-poms down. You're not as great as you thought you were. 
So, you know, the NFC East is going to be meh for the most part. I wouldn't be surprised if 10 or 11 wins when it wins the division because I don't think that this division is going to be that good uh, from what I seen last night. Unless it changes uh, by, the uh, you know, all the teams involved. Now, you know, I know this is a message for all you hating ass Cowboys fans as well. I know you guys are going to be out there talking about, oh, man, ain't this look bad? Because it's, 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 it's like a part of people's um therapy shit on the cowboys is like on the list for their for their fucking therapy sessions because it helps them feel good about themselves for some reason but uh the cowboys getting shitted on yeah we expect that but let's be real here the bucks didn't look that great either all right so all you mother all you folks out there i almost (laughs) dropped the f-bomb i'm trying to clean up my um my filthy mouth so bear with me but for all of you Bucks, Tom Brady lovers out there, let's pump the brakes too. They didn't look that great. They didn't look good at all. All right? They scored 19 points. All right? Godwin is out there. Evans was out there. You know, I know his uh, Brady's offensive line isn't the same, but he's Tom Brady. All right? And everybody's still picking him to be one of the guys to be in the end. This Bucks team's not good. All right? I... <laughs> It's not a shoe-in for them to win a division, all right? Not with New Orleans in the division and how they play, okay? I think New Orleans is going to give them a run for their money like they always do. And I don't think that the Bucks are going to be uh, – it's not going to be a layup for them for that division. It's just not, especially after that performance last night. I know it's game one, but they didn't look great. And when they play a much better team who can actually provide some kind of resistance – and, and provide some type of effort on the offensive end to compete with the Bucks, then the Bucks will struggle. Clearly. They they struggled all last night. If the Dallas Cowboys were any good on offense, the Bucks would have been in trouble. Because they couldn't really do anything. So, you know, a lot of things with that. Now now let's get to Dak Prescott before I, I you know get off this subject. Dak Prescott, you got to do better, man. Now, I know he got hurt and all this stuff. I'm a big Dak Prescott supporter and fan as well, so I'm not going to throw the guy under the bus. I'm not going to say all these disparaging things because I'm trying to come into this with some kind of positivity, all right? Positive reinforcement. And right now, Dak Prescott needs some positive reinforcement. He's going to have some time off to really think about his shitty performance and say to himself, hopefully he can have a come to Jesus moment and say, you know what? I'm going to have to take control of this team. I'm going to have to play a little hero ball to win these games. I know when I think one thing I've noticed with Dak and his game and how it has changed when he, after he suffered the leg injury is he doesn't run a lot. He does not run a lot. He'll get some call plays here and there, but he's not scrambling anymore. He doesn't run a lot, and I understand that. When you have a surgically repaired leg, especially the way he uh, hurt his leg, snapping it in half, you know, you don't just recover fast from that. You're not a metahuman. <laughs> you know, you, you it takes some time to recover from an injury like that, and it's not just physically, it's mentally. You know, I think mentally he's still trying to get over the hump as far as his leg is concerned, because, you know, he, he's not the same Dak Prescott. He doesn't run with the same um, 
you know, he doesn't run with that same edge anymore as far as he's not looking forward to run. That's that's what I meant to say. He's not looking forward to run. And I, I totally understand that. But bottom line is this. He got to do better. He got to take command of this offense because Garrett Kellenmore, um, Garrett Kellenmore, look at that, 40 and slip. McCarthy Kellenmore, they ain't it. It ain't it. It ain't it, bruh. You're going to have to, you know, really take command of this offense when you come back and, you know, show people that you're every bit worth of the money that they gave you. Because right now, man, you, you've been looking like total shit. And I think that there needs to be some kind of criticism. Dak needs to feel some heat. Romo felt the heat. It's time for Dak to feel the heat as well. So I'm going to just leave it at that. Um, another shitty performance by the Cowboys on offense. Um, and another shitty performance at home. Let's call it for what it is. Cowboys are terrible at, at home. I have so much more faith for the Cowboys team when they're on the road than I do when they're at Jerry World. They're just not good at Jerry World. Unless they're playing, they're beating up on an inferior team. But other than that, if it's, a, if it's competition that's coming on the field, they're just going to play like shit. A la Denver last year. A la the Raiders last year. I can go on and on and on. So bottom line is i expect us to be owing to because joe burrow is definitely going to beat us <laughs> i'd be surprised if the Bengals did not beat us in week two so cowboys fans it's going to be a long season buckle up strap up and let's endure it together because man oh man at the end of this hopefully we can get an actual leader in charge of this team sean payton please come and save us 